Vamos a Lucas 15. Lucas 15. We're going to look at Luke chapter 15 today, a story that Jesus told in Luke 15. ¿Alguna vez en la vida has perdido algo de valor? ¿Has perdido algo? Fíjese, yo he perdido mi pasaporte, he perdido mi licencia de manejar, he perdido mi cartera, uh, he perdido mi celular, he perdido muchas cosas en la vida, pero lo que me afectó más, una vez perdí a Rachel cuando era pequeña en Walmart. Have you ever lost something of great value? I personally, I'm, I'm so dumb that I've lost my passport, I've lost driver's license, I've lost wallets, lost amounts of money. But the worst is I was in Walmart one day when Rachel was small and I lost Walmart. Yo estaba buscando algo y ella corre, corre, corre. Normalmente es muy tímida, pero ese día andaba muy, con mucha energía. Y, y volteé y no encontré a Rachel a ningún lado. Tenía tres años de edad. Rachel was running around and I was looking for something in the Walmart and I turned and she was three years old and she was gone. Y entré en pánico como no tienen idea. Yo andaba corriendo y corriendo y Rachel, Rachel, buscando y buscando y buscando y buscando. Y la encontré jugando con una muñeca ahí entre los juguetes. And I ran around like a crazy man, panicking, screaming and running because you hear stories about kidnappings and stuff. And I finally found her sitting down in the toy aisle playing with a, a little doll. Pero es, es una trauma perder algo importante, algo de valor. Y aquí en Lucas 15, Cristo está hablando con los religiosos. Y ellos están medios ofendidos porque Cristo está pasando tanto tiempo con los pecadores. Y Cristo respondió con esta historia. And here Jesus is speaking to religious leaders responding to them. And they're irritated and offended because he's spending so much time with sinners, with regular people. And they're irritated. And Jesus responds with this simple story in Luke chapter 15. Muchos recaudadores de impuestos y pecadores se acercaban a Jesús para oírlo. De modo que los fariseos y los maestros de la ley se pusieron a murmurar. Este hombre recibe a los pecadores y come con ellos. Él entonces les contó esta parábola. Supongamos que uno de ustedes tiene cien ovejas y pierde una de ellas. No deja las noventa y nueve en el campo y va en busca de, de la oveja perdida hasta encontrarla. Y cuando la encuentra, lleno de alegría la carga en los hombros y vuelve a la casa. Al llegar, reúne a sus amigos y vecinos y les dice, alégrense conmigo, ya encontré la oveja que se me había perdido. Les digo que así es también en el cielo. Habrá más alegría por un solo pecador que se arrepienta que por noventa y nueve justos que no necesitan arrepentirse. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus, but the Pharisees and teachers of the law muttered, this man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told him this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and his neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in the same way, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. 
Tenemos un cuadro aquí del corazón de Cristo mismo. O sea, nosotros, yo creo que todos nosotros que estamos aquí, nos llamamos cristianos. ¿Por qué? Porque somos seguidores de Cristo. Es importante para nosotros entender cómo es el corazón de Dios, estudiar el corazón de Dios. If you're a Christian today, that makes you a follower of Christ or Jesus. And it's important for us as followers of Jesus to know his heart and to follow his heart. And this story gives you an open look into the heart of Jesus. En esta historia, Cristo habla de un pastor. Y el pastor tiene cien ovejas. Y de repente hay una oveja perdida. This story talks about a, pa a shepherd who has a hundred sheep. And in an in a instant, one sheep wanders away and is gone and is lost. Y esta oveja perdida, la Biblia dice, um, se fue lejos. This lost sheep wandered far, far away. Pero la oveja era amada por el pastor. And even though the sheep wandered far, far away, the sheep was loved by the shepherd. La oveja andaba sola y lejos y en peligro. The sheep was in danger, the sheep was alone, and the sheep was far, far away from the shepherd. Esta palabra... Uh, Perdido, this word lost, when it talks about a lost sheep, la oveja perdida, la palabra perdida es la misma palabra que encontramos en Juan 3, 16. Y en varias uh, versiones de la Biblia sale como olvidada, perdida, pero el mejor uh, sentido del palabra es um, perdida como en el infierno. The word, the word lost, uh, when, you, when you get to that word where it talks about a lost sheep, it's the same word you find in John 3.16 um, where it talks about uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish. The word perish is very, very similar to that word, the word lost, to be, to be damned, to be far away. Y en la Biblia, los que están perdidos, ya hablando de seres humanos, los que están perdidos van rumbo al infierno. Son perdidos por toda la eternidad. And in the Bible, when it talks about lost people, it talks about people being lost for all eternity and people who are headed for hell. Um, esta oveja estaba perdida, andaba perdida, andaba lejos. Y hay muchos que andan lejos de Dios. Lejos de Dios. La oveja tenía la culpa en este caso. The, it was the sheep's fault in this case. The sheep had wandered far, far away from the shepherd. And it was the sheep's fault that the sheep was far away from the shepherd. It wasn't the shepherd's desire that the sheep run far away from the, from the fold. Y a veces hay gente que... Andan muy, muy lejos del pastor. Están muy lejos. Están en peligro. Andan perdidos. Solitos. Just like the sheep, there are many people who are far away from God. Lost. 
by their own actions, by their own decision, they're far away from God, they're alone, they're lost, and they're on their way to eternal punishment. La oveja andaba en peligro, lejos de su pastor. Have you ever been far away from God? Far away from God? I was in Oaxaca on a trip one summer, and I gave a little flyer to a little boy that was shining my shoes. And he finished shining my shoes, and I was reading the paper. Back then there was no internet, so I was reading The News, which is an English newspaper they delivered in Mexico. And I had finished reading the paper, and I saw he'd finished, and he was reading the little flyer that I gave him. And he looked up at me with tears in his eyes, and he said, Sir, I'm far, far away from God. I'm not close to God. Because the point of the flyer was that you can be close to God. Yo andaba en Oaxaca un verano antes del internet y de celulares. Y un niño estaba, what's the word for shining shoes? Boleando mis zapatos, mis botas tejanas. En aquellos tiempos era medio vaquero. Este... Y yo le había dado un folleto cristiano y estaba leyendo un periódico en inglés. Y él terminó primero y yo todavía estaba leyendo el periódico. Y, y me vio con el folleto en sus manos y me dijo, maestro, yo estoy bien lejos de Dios. Bien lejos de Dios. Y hablé con él, oré con él. Uh, me di cuenta que vivía en una casa con un papá borracho. Y enojón, muy difícil su casa, su casa. Estaba hablando de su hogar, que su hogar estaba lleno de peligro y de gritos y de alcoholismo. He was talking when he said he was far from God about his house. He had a dad who was a drunk and he would come home and beat the children. And he said he didn't ever feel God in his house and that his house was far away from God. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever told somebody, you know what, I just feel so far away from God. Like I'm not anywhere near him. Like he's far away from me. That's how this sheep felt. La oveja andaba lejos, lejos de su pastor, lejos del rebaño, en medio de un ambiente peligroso. Pero ¿saben qué? Tenía un pastor ejemplar. There was also a special shepherd in this story. And the Bible says that this shepherd was committed to the sheep. The Bible says for the, the shepherd in his heart, he was willing to brave danger and death to go searching for the sheep who was lost and find the sheep. La Biblia dice que ese pastor tenía un compromiso con esta oveja y dejó a las 99 ovejas y también se puso en peligro para buscar a la oveja perdida. Do you know that our shepherd, to seek and save us, not only put himself in harm's way, but actually died for us? He went down a road where death was absolutely certain. It wasn't just a possibility. His death was absolutely certain. Cuando Cristo vino a buscarnos y a salvarnos, Él escogió un camino no solo que, de, bueno, a lo mejor va a haber peligro. Escogió un camino donde su muerte era una cosa segura. Porque murió por nosotros en nuestro lugar. Our shepherd came and found us trembling and lost and far away from him. And actually laid down his life for us to save us. 
Cristo Jesús entregó su vida por nosotros. La Biblia dice en Isaías 53, 6, un versículo muy conocido. Todos andábamos perdidos como ovejas. Cada uno seguía su propio camino. Pero el Señor hizo recaer sobre él la iniquidad de todos nosotros. The prophet Isaiah says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Ese pastor no solo hablaba del amor, hablaba de su amor por las ovejas, también mostró su amor. This shepherd didn't just talk about his love. He just didn't say, hey, sheep, I really love you guys. You're my sheep. He actually showed his love in a tangible, visible way by putting his life on the line for the sheep. Cristo mostró su amor por nosotros. Un pastor quien mostró su amor por nosotros murió en nuestro lugar. Jesus showed his love for us in a tangible way. Um, El pastor, el pastor fue totalmente comprometido en su búsqueda de la oveja perdida y sacrificial en su búsqueda de la oveja perdida. Sacrificial. This, this shepherd we're talking about wasn't just committed to the sheep, but he sacrificed his, was willing to sacrifice his life for the sheep and looking for the sheep. Y a lo mejor la oveja realmente no merecía ser rescatada. Una oveja chiflada. ¿Han escuchado esto? Hey, no he visto a fulano de tal por mucho tiempo. Ah, ahí anda en su cosa, sus cosas. Ah. You heard that? I haven't seen so-and-so for a long time. Ah, he's out there somewhere doing his thing. Okay. Jesus didn't have that attitude for us. Hey, where's so-and-so been? Ah, we'll see. They're just doing their own thing. Jesus left the 99 and he went after the one lost sheep. Y Cristo mostró con sus acciones el amor que tenía para la reja perdida. En Romanos 5, 6, encontramos estas palabras tan conocidas. A la verdad... Como éramos incapaces de salvarnos, en el tiempo señalado, Cristo murió por los malvados. Difícilmente habrá quien muera por un justo, aunque tal vez haya quien se atreva a morir por una persona buena. Pero Dios demuestra su amor por nosotros en esto, en que cuando todavía éramos pecadores, Cristo murió por nosotros. Dile a tu vecino, cuando éramos pecadores. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Algunos dicen, bueno, ellos... ellos 
yo sé que, que Cristo los ama, pero yo los voy a amar cuando cambian. I know Jesus loves those people, but I'm going to love them when they change. When they get more lovable, that's when I'm going to love them. Pero la Biblia dice aquí en Romanos, Pero Dios demuestra su amor por nosotros esto, en que cuando todavía éramos pecados, éramos pecadores, Cristo murió por nosotros. When we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love you when you change enough to earn my love. Then I'm going to love you. But that's not what the shepherd shows us. The shepherd shows us that acceptance comes first. Acceptance comes first. La aceptación viene primero, ¿verdad? El amor viene primero antes del cambio. Aceptamos a la gente tal y como son, con todos sus pecados y problemas y complicaciones, los aceptamos tal y como son. Aceptación viene primero y luego los cambios. Pero el amor de Dios es profundo. Una cosa que casi no podemos entender, el amor de Dios. Y amaba tanto el pastor a esta oveja que fue lejos y con todo y peligro a rescatar su oveja. Love and acceptance come first. I love you and I accept you before you do anything, you change anything. I love you the way you are with all your complications and sin and strange behavior because that's what Jesus did for us. He just loved us and accepted us first And he went after the sheep, even though it was the sheep's own fault. The sheep was running around, wandering around, doing its own thing. And went after the sheep, loved the sheep, rescued the sheep. Y luego la Biblia dice que, que el pastor rescató a su oveja. The Bible says that the shepherd rescued the sheep. Salvó a la oveja. La palabra salvo quiere decir rescatado de gran peligro o daño. The word saved means to be rescued from great danger or harm. Cuando decimos soy salvo, estoy diciendo que Cristo me rescató de gran peligro y de daño. When I say that I'm saved, it means that Jesus rescued me from great danger or harm. ¿Y qué hice yo para ser salvo? ¿Qué obras buenas hice? Cero. And what did I do to earn my own salvation? What did I do? If I was rescued from great harm and danger by Jesus Christ, like a sheep wandering out there in the woods, and I get rescued by the shepherd, what did I do? I didn't do anything. Acabamos de leer en Romanos donde dice, éramos incapaces de salvarnos a nosotros mismos. We just read the word of Romans, words in Romans where it says, we were unable to save ourselves. And Jesus came, and while we were still sinners, he saved us. And the shepherd came, and the shepherd rescued this sheep that was wandering far away from God. Do you notice, <clears throat> do you notice the great love and the great compassion and the great commitment That this shepherd shows to the sheep. Ven aquí el compromiso, el amor, el sacrificio, la compasión del pastor en cuanto a esta oveja. 
Did you deserve to be saved by Jesus? Were you good enough? Was your family good enough? Could you ever be good enough? You know, Benjamin Franklin in his diary, he worked on being humble. And if you read in his diary, he said he was humble for an entire week. And he felt so good about himself that he was proud of being humble, and then he wasn't humble anymore. Benjamin Franklin, uno de los fundadores de los Estados Unidos, escribió en su diario, Toda esta semana he sido muy humilde, he trabajado en ser más humilde todos los días, pero después de una semana tratando de ser más humilde, era un poco orgulloso por ser humilde y perdí mi humildad. Es que es una locura tratar de ser buenos con nuestras propias fuerzas. It's hard, it's really hard and impossible to be good all by ourselves without recognizing that we're sinners and asking for Jesus' help. If you don't believe me, just ask a husband about his wife or ask a wife about her husband. We're, we're not perfect people. No somos gente perfecta. No somos gente perfecta. Y es por eso que necesitamos un salvador. Un pastor que viene a rescatarnos, a salvarnos. Un pastor que corre peligro y nos busca a través de mucho sacrificio. That's why we need a savior. We need a shepherd. Somebody who will risk his life to come and do everything he can to come and to rescue us and to find us. Y cuando encontró la oveja perdida, la Biblia dice que la puso en sus brazos. Dio seguridad a la oveja y regresó regocijando. The Bible says when the shepherd found the sheep, he put the sheep in his arms, on his shoulders, carried the sheep back to the uh, sheepfold, rejoicing and shouting for joy. No vemos ahí que regañó a la oveja, que dio un curso a la oveja cómo no salir del rebaño, que dio cinco pasos a la oveja de no volver a hacer esto. You don't, you don't see the shepherd giving the sheep five steps to not running away again or giving the sheep a lecture or telling the sheep, I'm so angry with you when he found the sheep. You find the shepherd holding the sheep in his arms carrying the sheep back to the fold with loud rejoicing and then having a party with his friends. Y luego armando una fiesta con sus amigos. La oveja perdida. Encontré a la oveja perdida. Y luego arma fiesta. Y la reacción de los religiosos. Ah, pero son pecadores. The shepherd comes back rejoicing and shouting, my sheep, my lost sheep has been found. And he's excited and laughing and rejoicing and shouting. And then the reaction of the religious people to a sinner being saved is, oh, but they're sinners. In other words, it's not fair. I've always been a good little boy. I never ran away from the fold. I never smoked a bong. I never went out and downed 12 beers at once on the border and some party down by the river. It's not fair now that this chump comes into church and kneels down and finds salvation in Jesus and now we're all supposed to get up and lift our hands and shout for joy. That's not fair. Su actitud de estos religiosos es 
que no es justo esto porque nosotros siempre hemos seguido la ley yo siempre he sido niño bueno, yo nunca he fumado marihuana, ni mucho menos un cigarro, no he tomado un seis de cerveza allá sobre el río con mis amigos, yo nunca he robado una uva en H.E.B. Come on, man. Y luego este que ha hecho todo esto llega a la iglesia y, y ora la oración del pecador y viene aquí al altar y ahora él recibe salvación y una fiesta y Dios está feliz. Hazme el favor. Pero ¿saben qué? El evangelio no es nada lógico. El amor y la misericordia de Dios. No podemos comprender la misericordia de Dios, el amor de Dios. No podemos salvar a nosotros mismos. Y Cristo está ahí para recibir a la oveja perdida. Y nos dice a nosotros también que es necesario... Armar fiesta cuando una oveja perdida regresa al rebaño. It doesn't make any sense. It's not logical. The love and mercy of Jesus isn't logical. That's why it's mercy and unmerited grace. When someone comes back to Jesus, we rejoice because they're a lost sheep that's returned to the fold. And according to the scripture, it's our job to rejoice and throw a party and get excited and shout when the lost sheep comes home. Y es la misma pregunta para los religiosos y los muy pecadores. ¿Eres salvo? ¿Eres salvo? It's the same question for the religious person as for the horrible sinner, the lost sinner. Are you saved? Ha sido rescatado. Ha sido rescatado del peligro y de mucho daño. Estás en los brazos del pastor. Are you saved? Have you been saved from great danger and harm? Are you in the shepherd's arms? Are you safely in the shepherd's arms? Have you had a party when you've come back and been restored to fellowship with Jesus Christ? And that's the way the story ends, with the shepherd coming back, rejoicing, and the religious people grumbling. Because you can never satisfy a religious person. They'll never satisfy them. It's like Rick Warren says, religious people argue about the difference between joy and fun because they've never had any fun. It's crazy. If someone's depending on their religion and they're full of a religious spirit, you'll never be able to satisfy them. But when you know the shepherd's heart and you know the shepherd and the way he bleeds and he hurts and he suffers and he sacrifices for the sheep and how he's so eager to return everybody into the fold and love all people exactly where they're at, Then you become a Christian and you follow this great shepherd whose name is Jesus and loves all people and wants everybody to return. Los que tienen un espíritu religioso como esos maestros de la ley, es imposible verlos contentos. Nunca serán contentos porque quieren ver a todos observando cada cosita en la ley. Nunca van a estar contentos. Pero cuando conocemos al corazón de Cristo Jesús, nuestro pastor, y su deseo es salvar a los pecadores, rescatar a los pecadores, aceptarlos tal y como son para poder salvarlos, entrar en su mundo, abrazarlos, comer con ellos. Cuando vemos y escuchamos la voz de nuestro pastor y hacemos lo mismo que él, ahora somos cristianos. Menos religiosos y más cristianos. You start to lose a religious spirit and you start to get a Jesus 
spirit inside of you because it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus and what he did here. Entonces mi pregunta es, ¿eres salvo? ¿Has escuchado la voz del pastor? ¿Has sido salvo? Y la segunda pregunta, ¿hay un perdido por ahí que necesita ser rescatado? So the first question is, are you saved? Have you called out to Jesus and had him rescue you and carry you in his arms and save you? And the next question is, do you know somebody who's out there lost? A sheep that's out there lost and hurting? Ah, pero ellos tienen la culpa. Ya les había dicho, mira, no, no deben de hacer esto. Ya están ahí lejos por su propia culpa. Por mi culpa, por mi gran culpa, ¿verdad? Ahí están. It's their fault. I told them they shouldn't do it. I told them the way it was supposed to be. They ran away. They're out there and they're lost and it's their fault. Bueno, sí, es, es, tienen la culpa. Pero, ¿qué haría el pastor? What would the shepherd do? What would the shepherd do? Who do you know that's lost? Who do you know that's out there bleeding and lost and without hope and in the bushes somewhere? The Bible says that we're Jesus' hands and we're his feet. And we're supposed to rescue people and be friends of sinners. La Biblia dice que somos las manos y los pies de Cristo. Y debemos de ser amigos de los pecadores. ¿Qué estamos haciendo para rescatar a estos perdidos que están ahí lejos? Tenemos que aceptarlos, amarlos, buscarlos y rescatarlos en el nombre de Cristo. We've got to accept them and love them and find them and rescue them. Rescue them. Yo sé que muchos de ustedes conocen personas que están perdidos. Rumbo al infierno. We all know people that are on a highway to hell. Like that saying is, they're, they're on a handbasket straight to hell. They're just lost. All of us know people like that. They're lost. What's the answer for us? The answer for us is to accept them and love them and reach them and pull them out. Go in Jesus' name and rescue these lost sheep. Les invito a cerrar sus, sus ojos conmigo un momento y vamos a pensar en alguien. Un familiar, un amigo en el trabajo, un colega. Alguien que está encadenado con algún vicio. Está lejos de Dios. Just close your eyes with me and think about one person in your family, at your workplace, in your school. Somebody who's lost, completely lost, tied up and chained up into some bad habit. Maybe it's alcoholism or drug addiction or just a horrible home life. And they're so far from God. Están super lejos de Dios. La primera cosa que podemos hacer es orar por ellos. Pedir la ayuda del gran pastor, de Cristo mismo. Y luego pedir a Dios, Señor, ¿qué es lo que puedo hacer para rescatarlos? The first thing we're going to do is pray for them, that the great shepherd would go and find them and rescue them. And then the second question is, how's the great shepherd going to use me to make that mission successful? What can I do to rescue that lost sheep, that lost person? Con los ojos cerrados, pensamos en alguien, alguien perdido, alguien que conocemos, quizá un vecino, un colega, Alguien en nuestra escuela 
que está lejos, lejos de Dios, perdido. ¿Qué podemos hacer para aceptarlos, para amarlos, para rescatarlos como este pastor? What can we do? What can we do? Think about that person. Put their face in your mind. What can we do besides praying to help them, to accept them, to love them, to bring them back into fellowship with Jesus, close to God? Listen, if you're far away from God today, if you're here today and you're far away from God, come back to Jesus. Come back to Jesus. Say, Jesus, please carry me. Please carry me back. Si estás aquí, estás lejos de Dios, clama a Cristo. Señor, sálvame. Señor, rescátame. Yo quiero estar una vez más en el rebaño contigo. Y si no estás lejos de Dios, piensa en alguien que está perdido. Otra oveja que está lejos del amor. Lejos de la iglesia, lejos del círculo de amor, en peligro. Come, Jesus. Speak to us, Jesus. Speak to us, Lord. Y cuando la encuentra, lleno de alegría, la carga en los hombros y vuelve a la casa. Al llegar, reúne a sus amigos y vecinos y les dice, alegrense conmigo. Ya encontré la oveja que se me había perdido. When he finds it, he joyfully puts it in his shoulders and goes home and he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me. I found the sheep that was lost. Ayúdanos, Cristo Jesús. Gracias porque tú eres nuestro gran pastor. Nuestro ejemplo de un pastor que ama un pastor comprometido, un pastor que, que hace sacrificios para rescatar a las ovejas perdidas. Gracias, Señor, porque somos parte de tu familia por lo que hiciste en la cruz por nosotros. Y ahora, Señor, yo te pido por nuestros amigos y familiares que están lejos de ti, lejos, perdidos, Señor. Pedimos tu misericordia, Cristo Jesús. Lord, I thank you for saving us and for finding us and rescuing us and that we're part of your family because of what you did on the cross. And now I pray, Lord, for all of our friends and our family that are far away from you, Lord, that you would rescue them, you'd deliver them, you'd help us to love, accept them, and rescue them also. Escucha nuestra oración en esta mañana, Señor. En el nombre de Cristo Jesús. Amén. Que amante cuidó 
pero en una tarde al contarlas todas le faltaba una le faltaba una y triste lloró cántelo las noventa y Dejó en el aprisco y por la montaña a buscarle fue. La encontró gimiendo, temblando de frío, curó sus heridas. La tomó en sus brazos y al redil volvió. Gracias, Señor. historia vuelve a repetirse todavía hay ovejas que perdidas van vagan por el mundo sin Dios sin corazón sin consuelo sin Dios sin consuelo y sin su perdón cántela las noventa y nueve dejó en el abrisco y por la montaña a buscarle fue la encontró gimiendo, temblando de frío, ungió sus heridas, la tomó en sus brazos y al redil volvió. Curó sus heridas, la tomó en sus brazos y al redil volvió. Gracias a Dios por ese pastor. 